and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Itmanski, and I'm here today with... Justin McClue. And Colin Cunningham. And Santa Claus! Oh my god. This is amazing. This is live, like, radio. Watching, it's like April's, a live drama. April's been holding on to these things for about 30 minutes, waiting to jingle them. It's that time of year, folks. Get out your eggnog, your rye and ginger, your... Is this like a sexy Christmas mistletoe. Like oh my god. Um, whatever else you like to drink or eat on Christmas, because this week we watched two... Really great Christmas movies. Uh, take off all your clothes. <laughs> get by the fire. Okay, they weren't. Listen to the jingle. Wait, what's that like? Uh, what's it called? What do you like? Uh, go around the microphone. It's called ASMR. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm no. <laughs> this is okay. the Jack Frost right. ASMR. Okay, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now your teacher's shaking it so we shut Cut up. the horse shit. Yeah. All right, yeah. So this week we watched uh, the Hulk Hogan classic Santa with Muscles. Not a porn film. Uh, surprisingly, not. No. No, and, that's Santa um, with muscle. <laughs> Ooh. And Jack Frost 2, oh, what is it Revenge called? Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Not yeah. the sequel to the Michael Keaton movie. We were very disappointed. I was really disappointed. Okay, so Santa with Muscles. I think you guys picked this one. Have I, you heard okay, about it before? I, okay, no, okay, here's what I did. We were looking for movies to play this week, and I, I looked, I just Googled worst holiday movies, <laughs> <laughs> and this came up. It sort of fit the bill. There were other ones, but I'm like, ah, Hulk Hogan movie, this is be pretty funny and now I, are you guys familiar with hulk hogan like as a wrestler and or actor totally not, as not a, really uh, as a, as a res, wrestler brother <laughs> I, brother brother i grew up in the 80s uh <laughs> so you had as you, know, as you know i grew up in the 70s and the 80s wait so did you have hulk mania and did you get your vaccinations <laughs> absolutely and uh here's the deal i went to the very very first wrestlemania what wait not the live event. Okay. But the Canadian a, version? A live yeah. showing of the event in Toronto. <laughs> Man, you buried the lead. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I saw the Beatles this is, on a photo like... <laughs> that was on my dad's wall. Not so, quite the same. It was my friend's birthday, and uh, there were live... Play- I say they took live- out the eight millimeter projectors, the hand cranked. No, ones. it was almost. So we went to Roy Thompson Hall. Wow, that's a, that's a big theater. And they just had it. Roy Thompson Hall is an opera, like a kind of mm-hmm. classical music theater in Toronto. It's very beautiful. You've seen it in the X Men movie, but they had a they had a all they had is a large screen TV, mm-hmm. and they were just mm. showing it on the TV. Wow, and that's it. There's and then we no watched line of that story. So Hulk, no, we, Hulk Hogan was in this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was yeah. amazing. He, King he, Kong he Grundy. Like burst out of the TV at the end of it. And he oh, was he going, goes, yeah, hey, brother. brother. Yeah, we're gonna sing some opera. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've been aware of Hulk Hogan, but I was never into wrestling. But I don't think I've actually seen. Like a Hulk Hogan wrestling match? Yeah, no. I was going to say a Hulk Hogan movie, but no, I've also not seen <laughs> a wrestling okay. match. Other Nobody than has. the scene in Rocky Four. Mm, um, Thunder Lips. No, that was three, by the way. Oh, oh was it three? It was yeah, three, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and also, wasn't he in Gremlins 2? Yes, he was yeah. in the theatrical version where the projector <sighs> breaks and someone's like, yeah. who can deal with these gremlins? And Hulk Hogan like pops up and rips his shirt off. What? Yeah, you haven't seen that? Yeah. Paul Bartel is one of I've the- I've never uh, seen gremlins Well, too. you should come to the Royal Cinema in January for Mega Fun Movie Explosion. Really? Because we'll be playing Gremlins too. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. I was saving it. It was on my iTunes list, but now I'm well, going to watch it in the, the theater. theater Santa with muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Santa with muscles. So this is Hulk Hogan's starring vehicle. 
It's a Christmas movie, but it takes place in California. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hulk Hogan didn't want to leave like his house more than like That's what 30 I was feet. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not feeling Colin's joke. You know, I'm, not, I'm not going 30 minutes from my house, brother. <laughs> he's good. say brother like, at the end so we know it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got quite a tan in this movie. He's, uh, he's yeah, always he's had always a tan. tan. He's like oh, permanent. He's, he's tattoo tan. <laughs> Permatan. It's like people like you see it like get their hairlines like tattooed on. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll get, get to that. To that. <laughs> he's also like not as like huge as he was previously. Like he's he's got still got he's standing with muscles. He still has huge muscles. Yeah. But he's not like big and hulking. Like you know in the eighties when the guys were like really like bulking a lot you're thinking of like the ultimate like, warrior he's yeah, the one that was like, like oh like all right all right putting the plane in the nose dive oh no it was it was just like gibberish <laughs> yeah he especially at the beginning of the movie because we're introduced to hulk hogan as like a millionaire like we I, don't know that at first and it seems like he's, he's just, a super spy of some kind he's just yeah. beating people up he's in this big mansion and he's running around in camouflage and yeah uh like a beige camo desert camo i guess you realize he's just beating his employees yeah and he's like an eccentric millionaire who like his exercise is pretending to be an action hero and i think hogan does a good job at coming off as a rich pompous ass yeah well, I thought who sells second, merchandise yeah it was, it's almost like uh the pink panther movies when mm, like uh he's like inspector like, clouseau yeah he's fighting uh, kato. Uh, kato and he's gotta like you know keep sharp and he's like timing himself and he's saying yeah whatever i beat you guys up in like four minutes so so how would you consider Hulk Hogan as an actor? Um, I would say one note. <laughs> um, it's not that he's the brown like note. bad, but but he kind of. Have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a That's Hulk a Hogan joke for you, Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, sex sex Every, everybody knows what that what, what that is basically. But he kind of has one speed, which yeah. is um, earnest and happy mm-hmm. um, and uh, sincere, I guess. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's enthusiastic. Well, I mean, Hulk Hogan was never a very good wrestler, according to people that I know who watched him. But he was very charismatic, and that's why kids mm-hmm. liked him. It's, he's charismatic, like, uh, in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's good at the big, broad yeah. uh, sort of gestures. <gasps> and like, oh, and like yeah. all that sort of stuff. But in this, especially at the beginning, uh, I was like, man, he's not a good, he's got a very bland Mm -hmm. delivery. And I mean, it's funny how many wrestlers turn actors, but they always start off with these kind of big bombastic roles that don't don't require a lot of nuance. Subtlety or nuance. Like, look at The Rock. Like, he started off with, like, The Scorpion King and Uh, stuff like that. The Rundown, the best movie he's ever made. Oh, my God. Uh, Lightning and Thunder. Thunder and Lightning. I haven't seen it. And so what's the plot of Santa with Muscles, though? Um, well, what is the plot? I mean, basically Hulk Hogan gets hit on the head. It's a classic he, tale. It's amnesia, like a god of gamblers, if you will. And uh, it's, it, someone convinces him, like, he doesn't actually believe he's Santa. It's, he's Dan, just kinda, it's actor Dan Stark from that 70s show. He's, Everyone's he, favorite that 70s show character. He's, he's not not uh, Kurtwood Smith from, no. he's the other he guy. He kind with of the thinks he's Santa, right? No, I think he just doesn't know who he is. And he's just kind of going through the motion because he ends up um, saving the life of an orphanage owner and he ends up living at the orphanage. It's a very bizarre movie. <laughs> yeah, so. and then there's this evil genius and it's Ed Begley Jr. and he has all these minions and then all the uh, um, all his employees. I say I can't say you can't say minions anymore. That word is like tainted. <laughs> oh, because you all think <laughs> of like the animated think of the minions? yellow things. But yeah, so, so like they if go you say he has a bunch him. of minions, people think that like they'll <laughs> yeah, have dude. like animated minions. But it's yeah. basically like Ed Begley Jr. 
is trying to buy up all the land around the orphanage and the orphanage because there's like electrified crystals. <laughs> yeah, and you don't find about the crystals until like the Magic last third of the movie. Crystals. It's that's in the last. It act, goes like science fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's bizarre. So yeah. it's like a it's a it's a family movie. It's a comedy. It's a Christmas movie. It's an action movie, and a science fiction. Can movie. you have a Christmas movie with no snow? Uh, it's in, I don't it's know. in LA. It's very clearly shot in LA. Yeah. Was there snow in Die Hard? No, uh, there wasn't. There was not. It's no. uh, still a Christmas movie. Oh, controversial I, I, statement uh, that I agree with. Uh, I know. I think it counts, but sure. it doesn't feel very Christmassy. The only thing Christmassy is Hulk Hogan in a Santa suit. Yeah, he yeah. wears a hat to hide his bald head. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> okay, so what was your favorite part, Colin, of this movie? Well, I have to say, okay, I know. I think his I know. Hair? What, no, no, no. I think no. That's his completely real hair. That is my favorite part. Okay. That, that's my most suspect part. <laughs> so okay, we'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. I think I know what you guys are going to pick. So I'm going to say I think going into this movie, like we kind of looked it up on uh, IMDb. It mm-hmm. was, it's always like the top of the worst Christmas movie like of 2. all time. Two point five it's on really IMDb. Low. Just really low on IMDb, and I was kind of shocked at how not bad. Not that it's good. Not mm-hmm. that I would watch this again, but I'm like, I've seen way, way worse movies. The camera's like on cranes. It's competently made. This thing is like, it's yeah. very slick. And the director, John Merlowski, mm-hmm. I think is his name. Um, he's got a lot of credits, but it's stuff just sort of like straight to video yeah. and uh, made for TV movies. Like he did a... I think it's like a made-for-TV uh, Richie Rich live-action <laughs> Christmas special or something okay. like that. Ooh, was Macaulay Culkin in it? No. There's no, no. way, yeah. No, no. <laughs> he directed a film called Automatic that I really, really like. Really? And I've always wondered, like, because no one ever talks about his other movies because they're mostly DTV direct kind yeah. of stuff. So it makes me wonder, like, why is Automatic so much fun? And Sandwich Muscles is pretty slick, and it's just, could he not get it off the ground? Is it like a lot of dimin- diminishing returns as he goes on? There's a level of competence uh, in the movie, and especially, I think, like, at one point, we just, like, wow, the camera work is actually really good mm. in this movie. Yeah, like, it's there's a lot of, like, steady cam shots. It's quick, one take paste. Yeah. One takes and like crane yeah. ups, and then there was a fight in like a kind of bell tower, mm-hmm. and seemed to be some like big, huge crane shot going by, and it was like, oh, okay. You know, it makes you wish that movies were like this slick now. Like, there's something that's missing when you watch DTV films now because they've realized. Mm. How cheap can we make them and people will still watch them? Yeah, it's yeah. like the least amount of effort. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those movies that like, ah, it's a, clearly a kid's movie and we could just get away with so little. He actually like tried to make it as, as yeah. good as he could. I mean, my favorite part is probably the reason why it's that slick and that's producer... Jordan. Oh my God. Jordan Belford. The Wolf okay. of Wall Street I himself. I almost died when I saw this. In the, like the opening credits, I kind of read about it on the IMDb. Like it's rumored that whatever. No, it's right in the opening credits. Yeah. Um, I guess he was in his coked out phase because he invested in, I believe, six or four movies this year. Six movies. Okay, this movie was made in 1996. That's like definitely like money laundering operations oh, it's like, to clean I up money. So, yeah. But it's like his, uh, he pr- produced six movies in 1996. Two with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they were probably buddies. The Hulkster was on fire. I mean, 1996, that's far into the Hulkster's reign. Like, because he was big in the like, This was late the second 80s. stage. Oh, the NWO, New World Order. Yeah, so what happened Brother. was, uh, you know, there was Mr. Nanny, there was uh, Suburban Commando, there was No Holds Barred, and then there was a gap. Oh, I forgot about No Holds there Barred. There was probably about a five-year gap, and then 
this movie came in. Santa with muscles. This was like its big comeback. Yeah. And yeah. And by the way, the title of this movie is stupid. Come on. Come it, on. It makes me think of like snakes on a plane. Exactly. It's like, it's you so want, like, simple and dumb. Would you prefer something like muscly Santa yeah. or strong Santa? Millionaire uh, amnesia Santa. <laughs> Millionaire admi- amnesia strongman Santa. What was your favorite part, April? Okay. So in this movie, there are about a hundred side characters and I'm not even talking about the orphanage people you're talking about Clint Howard <laughs> oh I, we forgot to mention Clint Howard's in this all right we and Mila a, Kunis we gotta take a moment here because April actually asked us she's like who do you think is handsomer Clint Howard or Ron Howard I thought and, maybe it was Ron and we were like Clint. wait Ron. No, I thought it was Clint you're like I think Clint is and I'm like you are the like I hope Clint Howard has a Google alert on his name oh, because oh god no I hope he does after we post this episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was saying was, look at all the movies Clint Howard is in, and his brother is uh, the behind the camera. Yeah, he's so, the ugly one. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he, the... he's like he's not looking too good lately. But, hey, but he's old. He, he's okay. seventy-five. All right, but isn't no, it how, no, no, isn't it funny old. how no. someone can be as ugly then apparently as Clint Howard is Listen, and still be in like hundreds upon hundreds yes, of movies? Look at Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Yeah, He's not what so. you'd call classically handsome. Who would you? I mean, you definitely pick Steve Buscemi between Steve Buscemi and Clint Howard, right? Okay, yeah. but just make it a threesome. Okay, okay. What <laughs> it's about a tough choice? What about back in the day? If you had a choice between, you, uh, did you ever watch Happy Days? No, April? I mean okay. maybe I've seen a okay. clip. If you had but... a choice between Grand Theft Auto, Ron <laughs> Howard, I've never seen it. Okay, Happy even... Days, Ron. She's never Howard. seen Happy Days. He was in that movie, American Graffiti. American right? Graffiti, okay, which is pretty so. much the same. I like the I like the idea that you imagine Ron Howard's like like a phantom of the opera no, like yeah. monster like don't, behind the camera. Don't look at me. <laughs> this is why I direct. Look at uh, Arrested Development voiceover. The true missing. Yo, yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, he can't show his face. His embodied voice. This is why I do narration. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. That's, what, I, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Take out the handsome one, Clint Howard. <laughs> the only one who can appear before the camera. It's pretty bad when apparently Clint is the handsome of the two brothers. Yeah, Steve Buscemi has another brother that's really ugly. <laughs> so anyway, back to Clint Howard. So he's in this movie. Jimmy Buscemi. Steve's Steve's oh. ugly brother. <laughs> he's like, he's a famous director. <laughs> it can happen. He changed his name. Uh, right. Okay, so Clint, so Clint Howard is in this movie as a bumbling traffic cop. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but that's actually not what I was talking about. So... There's so many henchmen. I'm going to use henchmen instead mm-hmm. of minions of Ed Begley Jr. And whatever your occupation is, that's what your outfit is for <laughs> every scene in your life in this movie. It's Does pure it, cartoon rules. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a chauffeur, you're wearing the tuxedo and the hat everywhere. If you are, there's a chef in this movie who is wearing like the the comically the poofy, large poofy and floppy chef's hat. And I think maybe he's also like carrying around a whisk. And, and he, he speaks in it. a very French accent. Oh, did he? Yeah. And there's also, okay, so Ed Begley Jr. is actually not even in this movie that much. The second level down is the doctor, evil doctor, who kind of looks like Paul Shear with long hair. He looks like Paul Shear mixed with uh, Richard uh, E. Grant. Richard, yes. I didn't get the Richard E. Grant. I just like maybe a little, but... So he, is, he wears a lab coat everywhere and a stethoscope 
everywhere. <laughs> and it's just like, it's the, it's like kid rules. Yeah, let like us not forget the woman rules. who has electrical powers. Yeah, so she oh, yeah. has this outfit, which is like a short skirt. It's like something from an 80s new wave pop video. And she has these electrical gloves on <laughs> No, she has two Nintendo her. power gloves. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> that's what they did with on all her the everywhere. <laughs> the landfill, they dumped them out. <laughs> There's also some like really bad like accents and stereotypes. You uh, know, Canadian stereotypes. Like, yeah, a- Asian like, people. They're like, he's Canadian and he never, like, he yeah. just has buck teeth and he loves yeah, the smell of I farts. Didn't, yeah, <laughs> I didn't get that one, but he's there's like, like a Canadian, like, uh, uh, like gas specialist. Gas man. Yeah. <laughs> I think I guess he's the guy he's who's like a scientist or something. It's like a rock, like a geologist or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. he's part of the team. And there's like safari man who has a <laughs> yeah. safari hat. And he's so, a geologist. So whoever was in charge of costumes on this movie really went above and beyond. They, whatever was on discount at like November first at the Halloween store. Yeah, geology man. Uh, it was just, scientist it was man. Bizarre. I mean, the electrical lady does get a short skirt when she goes to prison as well yeah that's that's cool. insane the, in the, the co-ed the, the craziest costume of it all they're all in prison together and it's black and white striped outfits but she's got like a short skirt striped outfit which sounds like she'd probably get assaulted in prison you right guys yeah well, yeah but yeah, she's probably in dark the, <laughs> in the co-ed prison there is i it's mean a co-ed yeah. prison. jordan Ooh. jordan belfort's like yeah! yeah i was a little bit disappointed at the christmas content in this film because it was pretty low like after he stopped yeah. like being santa claus the film ends with a sword fight in this crystal cavern. It looks like something out of Indiana Jones. Between Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. and Hulk Hogan. And then the, it explodes. It like, and I think you said, you're like, it doesn't feel very Christmassy. And then, yeah. and then, then we realized Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan was, wearing, was just a, wearing a Santa hat, yeah. but and nothing else. Just like yeah, it's to hide his bald spot, right, Colin? <laughs> okay. So the biggest okay. discussion this we had. is a had bone of contention we had. <laughs> is that Colin's like, look at his bald head and that, he, that wig. And he said it like five times. This is a wig. This is a hundred. We weren't sure if it was a wig or not because I mean it doesn't look like his normal in Rocky Three, which is like ten years before. We looked at photos and he's like full on bald. You were April say no, no. Maybe it's his look. I was saying his he was playing a bald character. (laughs) No, I said I showed you a picture of Mr. Nanny and he was full on bald. And you're like, well, maybe he's he's just playing a bald character. (laughs) Mr. Nanny is bald. Yeah, maybe he's not Mr. Nanny here. He's Hulk Hogan. Script. He's like, but he does have hair like. If it, it's a good wig because it's like a bald man's wig. It's no, a receding is, hairline. Yeah, exactly. It's a. It's like you're like no, no. You can see through it. And it's very wispy mm-hmm. and there's bald patches. Just because you have a wig <laughs> as a bald actor doesn't mean it has to be a full head of I hair. I feel like if Hulk Hogan, like he'd pick like a lion's mane that he could put on top. Of I his don't head. know. He, if he didn't no, get John Travolta's look, wig guy. <laughs> he's, he's been a visible. Uh, you know, he's one of the greatest mm-hmm. uh, wrestlers in the world. The most popular people. Yeah. Everyone knows he's bald. He's not gonna all of a sudden. So he wants to fool people like us, and we're like, "Oh, he must have grown his hair." Or or his little kids. I'll fool it for the 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 dum dums. I'll fool the ten people that see my movies. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he's like, (laughs) I'm not playing a bald character in this one. He's like, "What what does the script say?" Well, he's like, "I'm playing a millionaire in this. A millionaire wouldn't be a millionaire with a full head of hair. It's right there in the script." I mean, he still wears the classic Hulk Hogan bandana. And yeah, as and Colin like pointed scene. out, that when he went to court, he wore 
a formal bandana that was black? Look up photos it's online. It's really it's funny. True. He yeah. went to court. He sued uh, Gawker. Yeah. Uh, and R- R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, he won like $250 million or I something. wonder if he did that because he wanted to like uh, look good and you know buy favor with the jury because they're like, ah, uh, the bandana. The bandana. Bandana takes me back. Because remember like when um, Paul Rubens was caught jerking off? Did he show up in his peewee outfit to court? Did he show up in a, did he no. show up but, no, but he like cut his hair to look just like Pee Wee really? again. Yeah, because what you saw that mugshot when no, they I, when I they did. arrested oh, him, yeah, he, he had long hair and yeah. he looked like gross. Well, every, and so his he's blow like, I, he's like, I need to look like my uh, lovable television. Every lawyer will get you to do that. You like, we know. <laughs> Tr- trust me. <laughs> oh, no. oh man. Yeah, wear a sweater. It makes you look more, you know, like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> That's why. It's why my. Uh, all my yeah, when they want to the, see Mr. Rogers. Colin throws a sweater on. I'm like, what Colin? Mr. Rogers is here. <laughs> my whole, my, all my closet is sweaters. Just sweaters for court. Shannon with muscles, not as bad as we thought it was going to be. You know be. what? Not as bad. I would say it's a, it's long. It's, it's no, ta- ji- it's, it's no jingle all the way. No, I, I it, kind of feel like it's not that far from jingle all the way. Ooh. I know it's controversial because I know you love that movie. Five stars. But we I, I we, like we actually sat down and watched Jingle All the Way last year, and while it is very fun, and I love Arnold. Baltazar. Um, Sinbad. Sinbad is really really annoying it's in that movie and he's obnoxious. just constantly his yelling his son and has died uh, oh, his no. son has been dead <laughs> that's Wait, a fan theory what no you it's like, that fan theory that, like yeah. sinbad's son is dead and he does this every year because you like, never see the son because the end, he, to bring his son back to life oh my god are you kidding yeah <laughs> oh my god so it's like uh Ferris it's like planes trains de- and automobiles <laughs> oh my god it's all cameron's dream that's terrifying but no like uh, this movie it is get a little boring but it's not as obnoxious as that movie can, a, it can be yeah there is definitely I was expecting you know when people really hate movies yeah. it's usually the obnoxious ones that are just like I think they hate the Hulkster that's that's why this movie probably. has I think rating. so and I, I don't think it deserves the rating and, that it and got. he actually had some funny lines mm-hmm. there was genuine comedy that I was he's laughing at you in know this what, movie when he's with the like the the young girl and stuff and she's really adorable and yeah. like they have some really sweet scenes and mm-hmm. I, 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 it was a heartwarming movie speaking well, of heartwarming movies <laughs> The second film we watched. More like a heart-chilling movie. <laughs> and a film that's also very disliked by people who see it. Jack Frost 2. Really? Revenge wow. of the Killer, Mutant Snowman. I don't get it. So, Justin, tell us about this movie. because This I, is a I know sequel. Nothing. A yeah. sequel to a very uh, It's a sequel to the movie, movie. You, remember, you might remember if you were a kid and you went to the video store. Yes. And you uh, picked it up because it had a hologram cover yeah. where it'd be a snowman. And then you would turn it and be and it's That a, was the first one. You would just it, walk by it. starring oh, Michael snowman. Keaton. And so there was a sequel to it because I assume it made tons of money because of that hologram cover and Mm. it's much cheaper this is like the beginning of the digital video era and you can feel it just looking at it but you were saying what the first one was shot on 35 35 yeah it was 1996 so I don't think like unless you're shooting on video it wasn't really an option okay and here it was like oh it's 2000 now we have digital (laughs) cameras no Mm. one can tell let's put all the money into the actors (laughs) and so like they switch it up it's definitely a lower budget than the first one which takes place like over a whole town and has like kids and stuff like that this was shot on a sound stage somewhere what (laughs) you're like no they were in the Caribbean no that guy had the accent it was in the Caribbean (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Caribbean. (laughs) Sorry. No, I said it wrong. Sorry. Um, And so it basically, the plot is that the uh, sheriff from the first one decides to uh, go to a warm place during Christmas with his wife and family members because 
he doesn't want any Jack Frost related stuff to happen. And they're like, you're being yeah. paranoid. Nothing wrong is happening. Nobody uh, believes him. Of course, Jack Frost comes back on the soundstage where they're staying and he murders <laughs> a bunch of people. Everybody. That's basically the plot of this movie. Yeah. yeah. What was your favorite part, April? Um, well, it did have an all-star cast. <laughs> oh yeah, that's much, right. Much like the last movie, um, Doug Jones shows up okay, in this yeah, movie. Okay, yeah. Like, is that Doug Jones? Because Colin was like, that looks like Doug Jones. And I was like, yeah, it does. Kinda and then did. we were like, no, it couldn't be... And it was. Yep. It was. It was. And it was. And he's in it for like two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. Uh, Ian Abercrombie, Abercrombie, uh, Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld. Oh yeah. He's Very in, briefly. He's in the, the opening scene. He was really <laughs> like the 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 marquee name to get people through the door. He wasn't in the first one, was he? Uh, I don't believe so. No. No. Uh, no. Uh, like when people see him like in the opening scene, they're, they're like, like, Oh, oh my man, god! Yeah, yeah we did get our money's worth. Uh, April the robot from Buffy is in this, uh, and that girl from Can't Hardly Wait also in this movie. So, but they all get killed pretty quickly. Yeah, so. they do. All the big names, yeah. pay them for a day, kill them right off. Exactly, it's, it's true. I mean, my favorite part of this film is definitely how fun the kills are, and like this is a period where the. There's some really funny CG effects in this movie, yeah. but not to the point that you're like, oh, I feel ripped off. Like most of the stuff that happens. It all fits in the tone. It fits in the tone of what's yeah. going on. And when it comes to like the gore, not only is it super creative, it's all like mm-hmm. practical stuff. Like, of course, some dum-dum puts his tongue on a pole and then Jack Frost <laughs> okay. rips it off. The whole tongue goes. That Sorry, I thought you were cool. talking about me for a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. While we were watching the movie, Colin Cunningham of No Such Thing as a Bad Movie, we're we like, admitted. we were like, who would be dumb enough to put their tongue on a pole i'm like i knew a kid who did it when i was in school and april's like yeah yeah i did too and then like as we're talking call in the background looks very quiet he's like i did it i said i did it (laughs) and like you just pulled it off right i didn't have to call the police or anything like that no no i was a very young kid and i was like uh, you were thirsty i think my my excuse was like man i'm really thirsty i know if i if i put my tongue on the pole yeah you wouldn't eat the snow or anything like that or drink from a puddle hey I used uh, to dogs eat, could appease. I used to eat. I used to eat snow sometimes. Hey, so you? there you go. Everybody, yeah, do you still we eat all snow? did. No, it, 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 uh, yeah. it doesn't even snow well, enough in Toronto. Yeah, we. Uh, she that. actually collects it back. <laughs> Colin did it three years ago, and his tongue has healed since then. <laughs> no, but I put. I put my. So thirsty. These so thirsty. pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> I was eating so a lot of like salt, but like I put my tongue on the. Uh, yeah, the salt on the ground. It was like snow. Put my tongue on the pole, and it stuck, and I started panicking. I was like, oh shit. Was anybody around? Uh, no, Had I have not seen Dumb and Dumber by this point. No, that Dude, probably was, wouldn't this was 1965. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, the Christmas story. That's the yeah, classic, that's the classic. T- tongue to the thing. But that was also, I think, No, this was 80s. way before that. Yeah. And so I, pl- I pulled it off and it tore a chunk of my, t- it wasn't a big chunk, but it was mm. like, uh, the superficial kind of like yeah, patch of my tongue of off, tongue. and my tongue was bleeding, and I was like, Ooh, "Is it like that? Like, um, oh, like said, don't touch the stove type thing? It's like you know you're not. Oh, supposed I did that too. To. Uh, oh my god, with his tongue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like my tongue's cold. <laughs> no, it was my uh, my tongue was stuck to the frozen pole, and then I like put my finger on the stove. <laughs> yeah. So you know you're not you supposed to do this. Then, yeah. Can't help it. No, did you I did. Touch I, the, the, the stove. <laughs> I don't think so. I well, I accidentally burn myself all the time when I'm cooking. But no, I, 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 uh, I 
put my finger on the stove as a kid, and then I ran into the bathroom uh, to hide my screams and cries. Really? So I wouldn't tell my mom that I was that dumb to touch the stove. Well, I actually did something like that the other day when I was making that caramel. I made this Christmas candy thing. I would just uh, ate like five pounds of caramel. Hot caramel, when you make it, is so freaking hot. I had a candy thermometer, actually. And so I was pouring it out, and then a big glob got, and I was like, I didn't have enough hands. I didn't have a spoon, so I grabbed it with Kirstie's my finger. Two hands. I grab. I know. I wish I had more. I grabbed it with my finger, and it's burning my hand. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, Did and I put it, put it in, in my mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So <laughs> this is the best thing. So I was watching. My mouth is okay. No, no. So my I was watching TV. <laughs> I think I was playing a video game watching TV yeah. and I just heard April go like ow oh. <laughs> no no she went mm, oh. and I was yeah. like wow that caramel really sounds good. delicious yeah, burn, burn my finger <laughs> really, like, my, actually my mouth I is go, fine my wow mouth that sounds fine. good and she's like oh my mouth it's like I burned my finger and so then I had to pull it off and I was like I think I lost a layer of skin on my finger but uh, mouth was fine but I was like I gotta like do something to help this burn I was well, the so wait afterwards you were really like stupid. oh yeah Call, let me see your butt <laughs> yeah it's the closest thing well I gotta uh, tell you the cooled version of that caramel was delicious yeah, well, I'm delicious. glad you liked so it good. Um, but back to the movie which one we were talking about um, CGI and practical, uh, um, practical. Oh. It, it was actually mostly practical mm-hmm. anytime like jack frost like melted or stuff like that yeah. then it cut to like a cartoon like a lot of toaster, times there was fine. A lo- there was like a combo so you would see like a cgi um icicle flying through the air and yeah. then it just cut to it in someone Whoa! which is good it's not it's not trying to be amazing no no it's, it's whatever it's self-aware it's, there's like a snowball that gets thrown and then you see a guy's arm like fly off and then yeah blood, it's amazing you know? and, and it's like it, chunky real blood oh god when it starts spraying out on that girl's face <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. like so funny it's immediately oatmeal without barely any blood. It looks like guts. Then, like yeah, guts. <laughs> that was great. And it's really uh, funny. A lot of times, like you could tell, like at one point, there's a whole bunch of baby snowballs. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's and little critters. They're, so they're so like um, like sponges. Yeah, like <laughs> they, little styrofoam. Yeah. Little yeah. Puppet things. They don't really look like snow, but it really no, doesn't matter. Cute. They're mm-hmm. adorable. You know. And they have the little stupid. There is an earnestness to, uh, especially the the gore scenes. Yeah, and I mean, violence. When, when you come to a movie like this, like what I want is like creative gore, a sense of humor. It doesn't always have to be funny. Like this is like a lot of jokes kind of like land with thuds in this because it's very broad and wacky. Yeah, yeah. But I think like it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy all the way. It's almost like uh, I was expecting a lot less. Mm-hmm. And again, Me this too. is like a kind of theme for this for <laughs> this for this evening. Well, it comes down to like directorial intent, and it's like the director has a grasp of the material structurally yeah. and like how to move the camera. It's just not quite fast enough and like on point to like really make it. A, you gotta see this. Yeah, there's there's yeah. A kind of like uh, if you just put it up a little yeah. notch here and a notch there, it'd be mm-hmm. like really amazing. But I think the actors are, are <laughs> very committed. Very committed. Mm-hmm. And I would think, you call that your favorite part? I think it was my favorite part because 
it was very surprising. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, it's no Hulk Hogan. No. Well, I'd um, only seen the shower scene from the first movie. With Jessica Biel? Uh, that was a Jessica Biel. Yes, it was. Wasn't was it, it really? Woman? It was Jessica Biel. I've never, wait, I've wait. Never I thought it was the woman from oh, no, American wait, Pie. Yeah, American Pie. <laughs> What's her name? Looks, Is it Jessica as well? I, I think it's like N- yeah. Natasha or something. No, okay, I'm confused. I'm Jay not, and Silent Bob's, uh, whatever her name That might have been her name in American Pie. But yeah, like I saw like... And I think I just saw a clip of that on like a half in the bag or something. And I was like, that looks like the most horrible shit ever. Shannon Elizabeth. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, her career really took off after that movie. <laughs> um, but this was, yeah, yeah, incredibly impressive for a well, low was, budget horror It was comedy. fun. And what I like about, uh, the worst thing about these low budget movies is something that's really boring. The jokes are terrible mm-hmm. and the acting is awful. And I think this movie for me, I think the acting was competent. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. Of the main characters, yeah. Absolutely. Like everyone kind of knew what they were they were in for. <laughs> April and... has like one beef with a certain character. Well, all, all the like famous characters that get killed off quickly were not not too great. Oh, and also I hated that Captain Fun. <laughs> Captain well, he Fun. Was like, yeah, yeah. He was well, Susie came on screen. I turned to you guys. I'm like, oh God, if this is a real person, I would kill him in real life. This like, what? So you know what? what? The movie was listening to April's complaints because at one point she went, man, he's not dead yet. And then yeah. 30 seconds later, he died. He got an icicle in the face or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. April like, in the put eye? her fingers yeah. up to her forehead and was like... <laughs> exactly. I started like one wish every no, ten. No, like saw her forehead like throbbing, and then like the guy died immediately. It was really weird. Oh, it's, man. Wow, that yeah. is weird. And then I she mean, wanted more like Eisner drink, and then I just saw these like, like ice cubes. No, guys. it's Jack Frost. <laughs> like back to the. Um, uh, practical effects like like there's a CG shot of like an icicle going through an actor's mouth yeah and then there's a wipe to a dummy of that actor with it's an great. icicle in his mouth it's great. Mm. That's, that's what, what I, I mean. love this beautiful yeah, you gotta combo. have the, the use the CG as like the kind of trickery yeah you know the they use it to hide things to conceal things they're using it properly mm-hmm. the way it should yeah. be used you know and I can't believe I'm saying this about Jack Frost 2 Attack of the Mutant Snowman <laughs> they use the called. CG the know, way that it, it's lot, meant to be used there was a, yeah. there was Mamma mia! Just like my own, I used the CG. Just yeah, just a sprinkle on it. A sprinkle of the CG. I I also wanted to mention the sound effects in this movie. The sound effects, the sound effects, and sound effects and the musical stings, which are stock music, which we're guessing maybe your iMovie sounds. Yeah, it sounds like iMovie, a Garage Band, or something like that. at least twenty times. It's the sound when like the gopher turns around and it's yeah exactly the, yeah. the dramatic gopher they they know exactly what they're doing yeah because if you took a shot every time you would die because it's like twelve times to- oh, it's Jesus enough Christ. times that it's obviously a joke and it's like the like splotch sound effects the punching sound effects it's like the kind that you've heard a million times <laughs> in every you know YouTube video and everything that's cheap I love that like head crunch sound effect like yeah which you, I know you've that heard, sound like, a million yeah times. well if you watch Teddy Bomb if you want to exactly. hear it a lot. <laughs> to be honest, after you've heard this stuff enough times, if it's used in a comedy, it yeah. makes me yeah, laugh it's because it's like it reminds you of just every other time you've heard it. So exactly. it's almost you just see like, like a sound intentional. Guy being like head crush wet. That's the first thing that comes up. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, so wait, your favorite part of those musical stings, April? Yeah, I mean, I did mention the actors, but my favorite part is actually the musical stings. <laughs> I, don't know. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's a bit of a bummer that like it's not more well loved than 
you know, it actually is because it's usually talked about fairly dismissively. I mean, I know the first one was released by uh, Vinegar Syndrome a few years ago. So oh. it got like a special edition. So the first one is more revered? Yeah, I mean, so mostly... Probably because of like its its reputation as like the video store one, and it's slicker. It feels more like a real movie, mm. I guess. Um, but I don't know. But this is like everything I would expect and hope for from like a B movie. But like, maybe some people are just turned off by the the, the, the video. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like th- this is one of those movies where if you're having a bad movie party, this would be a really fun. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah movie totally. To totally. I would absolutely recommend it for Especially that. Especially around Christmas. Yeah. yeah, and even people that I don't think would be into these types of movies would really yeah. have a lot of fun with this. Yeah, uh, I should point out that unfortunately, the uh, director Michael Cooney, okay, who's the most British person that you've ever heard, he's actually only directed uh, Jack Frost one in 1997 and Jack Frost two in 2000. And he was going to make a third one, but supposedly one of the things that turned him off, and I'm gonna, we're going to try to be very serious okay, about now, this and not laugh. Okay, now I did laugh when you told me this, but I, mean, I, it's very I felt difficult so not bad. To. It's but very it was, serious. It's that the, uh, the star of the film, who plays a sheriff, Christopher Alport, actually died after Jack Frost 2 was made in an avalanche. So it's a it's very... It's as if like, Jack Frost took his revenge. Okay, so... very ironic... Was it a, was it a snow avalanche? Yes. The snow, what, is there any other kind of avalanche? Yes, there are. What? Sand? A rock avalanche? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was skiing. And then... Okay, I'm laughing at the, the, the face that Colin is making. I have never seen him more red. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Trying to cover his mouth. Yeah. So Jack, it's an ironic death. The Jack Frost series is a real passion project for this director, and mm. he never wanted to do anything else, I guess. Uh, or I don't think it works that way. I think he probably just couldn't get anything <laughs> off the ground. He couldn't get anything. He wrote not, the though? John Cusack uh, identity movie. The oh, one that was directed really? by James Mangold. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? That's a crazy movie, too, if people remember that one. I, one that, I saw spoiler, it. I can't remember. It's all in the mind of a... Darty-eyed uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it one of the Wahlbergs? No. Who no, is it that no. plays that guy? Uh, is that that guy with the darty eye issue? I know, but it's like I... someone kind of half-famous. I might be thinking of the Mothman Prophecies. Oh, another great Christmas movie starring Richard Gere. <laughs> it came Has... out, I think, around the same time. You haven't Wait. seen the Mothman? Mothman <laughs> no. Prophecies is Wait, very hold on. serious. That's the Are one about the bridge collapsing, Richard right? Gere did a Christmas movie called The Mothman Prophecy. Yeah, it's very I, serious. I forgot I've that it, it took place at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, how can you find these movies? Santa with Muscles is available on VHS. Yeah, that's pretty much the only place you can get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, or, wait, I'm going to like turn into April now. <laughs> it's, on U- it's on YouTube. We found it on YouTube. There's a very popular website you can find it on. Um, but uh, It's yeah, called BitTorrent. As far as we know, it never got it a... Blu-ray or DVD? No. Or... It was actually released uh, for two weeks in the theaters. <laughs> How much money did it make? It made $200,000. Okay. Wow. I'm assuming the budget... 250000 I think. Well, but, I'm yeah. assuming it was a huge hit because maybe the budget was like, you know, $10,000. Yeah, but the Coke... Oh, come on. <laughs> the Coke cost yeah. so much. It had, it it had like, a yeah. way bigger budget. The costumes alone. Remember when that building imploded? I think that yeah, was a that miniature. Was but <laughs> yeah, that must have cost at least. They had money for don't that. Cost it was nothing. so weird because uh, Dan Stark and Mila Kunis would go on to star in that, that 70s, 70s show. show. You think they met there? Together. Who got who the gig of that 70s show? <laughs> yeah, yeah really. Like, oh, you think they were big. like, remember Santa with muscles? Like every day they have like Santa no, with muscles. No, Dan Stark was like, yeah. oh man, that girl's so hot, I want to bang her. And he's like, oh my God, that was that girl in the Santa with muscles movie. Classic Dan. <laughs> Jack Frost 2. Oh, it's uh, available on DVD. It's on DVD as well. It was shockingly, even though the DVD doesn't list it, it has commentary, making of, interviews. So it's basically a special edition. It came out in that like 
glory days where DVDs had to have all that stuff. Oh, of course. Even Jack Frost too. Do you remember when DVDs, when uh, they would have like the most elaborate uh, menus, menus, and you're like, fuck, and you're just, just like, just fucking, I mean, just Jack get Frost to the menu. One where I it's remember, like, oh, come on, let me make a choice. I remember I had yeah. like the. Uh, get to Mars edition of like Total Recall and it was like it was in it was in and it was just the most elaborate X-Men like, was like that too I was just too. about to say X-Men yeah. you go like through the doors and then the you're like in the X-Mansion it's like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. It's like you're in the X-Mansion Crouching Tiger too you stops. had to like watch a whole scene to get oh, to the really? next menu yeah. oh, you had to like fight worst. Michelle Yeoh and it's like god damn it just let me play. Just you know, like, it's funny because Blu-rays and DVDs have no transitions, nothing now. Yeah. It's just like just the menu. God. Usually no motion either. It's just like just that. That's all people want. Yeah, it's like just playing a, a video game and not being able to skip the cinematics. Yeah, it's yeah. like just because you can doesn't mean you should. So that's it for this episode, you guys. I want you to uh, keep... Uh, What's the Christmas equivalent of stay spooky? Um, <laughs> stay merry. <laughs> yeah. Stay santa Stay. I want you to stay merry. And if you want to write in to the podcast, uh, you can email us at. It's really hard to shake this and talk at the same time. It's like it's like. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like rubbing your belly hey, and patting your Justin. head. Uh, I'm here, and we're talking about. Oh, it is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's like rubbing your belly and patting your you, head. You can, we're all doing can it. Now. Do it. I, yeah. You can email us at. No such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And you can tweet at me. I'm at April at Mansky, and I also have Instagram. Uh, you can reach me at Declu, D E C L O U X J, on Twitter or on Letterboxd, Justin Declu. Uh, and yep, that's me, Justin Danger Dasher Declu. What? Okay, okay, I'm rubbing my belly and patting my head. <laughs> No, Dash or Danger. That'd be better, yeah. All right, where okay. can we find you, Colin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And uh, same on Instagram. Mike, I'm still patting my head. And we'll see you next week with more Christmas movies. Woo! What will they be? Who knows? Well, two weeks. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Spooky Christmas movies. I'm the ghost of Christmas. Oh, I'm the ghost of Jesus. Uh, okay, remember... <laughs> And don't forget, and remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie.